Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the final hour of power here on this Sunday afternoon edition of Overtime. It's happening to the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. We'll take you up to 3 o'clock. Before we dish things over to our coverage of the Pro Bowl here on 1067 The Fan. And then on our sister station, the Team 980, we got big time basketball tonight in the district. The return of one Bradley Beal. You can tap into Glenn Consor and Dave Johnson with the radio party getting underway uh, at 3 o'clock over on the Team 980. I told you we'd take your calls. 1 800 636 1067 is the number. A monumental weekend here. For the Burgundy and Gold. Started off on Thursday. Dan Quinn officially hired as the head coach of the Washington Commanders. He is set to have his introductory press conference tomorrow uh, at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure you keep it locked on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 all afternoon long uh, for wall-to-wall coverage of Dan Quinn's intro press conference. Uh, we had that happen. Had him introduced. We'll have him introduced tomorrow. He was officially named the coach on Thursday and then Thursday night during overtime, and then Friday night during overtime, we started to get more and more rumors around the water cooler about who could potentially be the next offensive coordinator here in Washington. And we know how seismic of a hire that is going to be, considering the fact that, one, Washington has a defensive-minded head coach, and, two, all roads lead to them drafting a quarterback at number two overall. And every time I say that, I want to slap myself over the head with the stupid stick Because, yeah, all roads seem like they're going towards drafting a quarterback. But didn't we learn from the Ben Johnson thing? Never assume anything. This ownership group is brand new. And they're not out running their mouths. They're not airing all their dirty laundry out in the street. So it's kind of hard to get a gauge on what their plans are. That's why tomorrow's press conference is going to be massive for Dan Quinn. One of the things that I expect him to be asked is... Does he plan on calling plays defensively? It's a big, big, big question mark uh, for Dan Quinn uh, and these Washington commanders. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Let's go to Josh in Landover. How you doing, Josh? Hey, what's up? I'm doing good. I'm good, man. How you doing? Yeah, you know, this kind of gives me a feeling of like the RG3, Andrew Luck draft, you know what I mean? Because either, uh, either one could be a good quarterback or a bust. I mean, me, I, w- I would like to see Caleb Williams. You know, he gives more athletics. He can he can, make, he can extend plays with his feet. But it all depends on who his OC is going to be. I don't know why everybody wants Cliff Kingsbury. He, he really didn't prove nothing to me with his offense in Arizona. So I would I want to go for an older head for, like, a Jim Caldwell. A Jim, Jim Caldwell is an interesting name that hasn't really been brought up a ton. And, Josh, the thing I love about Jim Caldwell that no one will give him credit for he was the guy working hand in hand with Andrew Luck. Exactly, and Lamar. When he got Lamar too, when and he was Lamar. in uh, Baltimore. 
For sure, so, Josh. Appreciate I'm, you tapping in as always. Let's go to Daryl out in Columbia. What's going on, Daryl? Hey, uh, Linnell, thank you for taking my call. Yes, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm following up on the last call. You know, I, I like uh, Jim Caldwell because, you know, Kingsbury and this other guy, um, um, uh, Chip Kelly, mm-hmm. uh, they don't make adjustments, man. You know, they, you know, and once you, once the teams are catching on to what they're doing, they're, you know, they don't have a, they don't have an alternative plan. And you know, I just think, I think Caleb Williams is a great talent. But I just wouldn't give up the house for him, man. I mean, you know, uh, I tell you what, you know, I, I tell you who I would love to see them get on the defensive side Who's is that? Bobby Wagner, since he's got some connection with uh, Dan Quinn. You know what? That's really yeah, interesting I, that you brought that up, Daryl. Yes, sir. I love Bobby Wagner, man. And right now, he told them, I don't care who you got. That's not going to make a determination about what I do in free agency. And we got the money. And man, that's a bad dude, man. That's a Bobby Wagner, hey. you know. But but but, hey, my last question, uh-huh. Linnell, what is wrong, man, with Jacoby Brissett? Why are we not even giving this guy? And I mean, I would invite him back, man. If you get a good coordinator, offensive coordinator, you can use his skills, man. The guy knows how to move around in the pocket, you know. And we can spend that money on offensive line. You know, I think think, think that's interesting when you bring up Jacoby Brissett, because a lot of people will tell you that, oh, we already know what he is as a quarterback in this league. But, Daryl, you know what I would say? You know what I would say, Daryl? And I think it's stupid for anyone to say that. But can we look at Baker Mayfield? Can we look at Geno Smith? The last two seasons, we have seen two QB reclamation projects. It's always about fit. When it comes to starting quarterback in the National Football League. And until we as a fan base understand that, we're going to be passing up on damn good options. Man, well, push that Bobby Wagner thing so they're here. (laughs) (laughs) I got you, Darrell. I appreciate the call, my man. Bobby Wagner's interesting, though, man. If I'm not mistaken, last year there was, you know, obviously rumored, not last year, the year before last, there was rumored interest here in D.C. from Bobby. But why would he come to that situation? I'd be, I don't know. The only thing I would say, Daryl, about Bobby Wagner is he's a little bit long in the tooth. But if you're looking for a guy to come in and try to help establish that Dan Quinn culture, what, what better guy than Bobby Wagner, man? I think that's a, a hell of a, a a hell of a thought. Let's go to Gary from Akakee. What's going on, Gary? Hey, how's it going? Hey, hold on, Gary. You calling from Akakee, right? Yep, right. Metal Chris, your spelling of Akakee is the crazy. I'm just busting your chops, though. We have the best producer in the world behind the glass, but he spelled Akaki crazy. What's going on, Gary? Hey, what's going on, man? I'm just trying to find out. Look, you got a, uh, a offensive coordinator in-house. What is the problem with him? There's no problem with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not give him a shot? He was under the last regime, so it was only so much he could do in one year What what he had. For sure. He What's wrong with Eric? Gary, I don't think anything's wrong with Eric Bieniemy. We know, and I ain't even going to go there, but we know why a lot of folks are not high on Eric Bieniemy. is what I'll say. And, and, I, well, and I, I'm happy that you brought him up. I'm happy anytime a fan brings him up because I love to have this conversation. You cannot tell me that Cliff Kingsbury, that uh, uh, Brian <laughs> Schottenheimer, that, that Chip <laughs> Kelly is a more damn qualified offensive coordinator than Eric Bieniemy. I will not listen to that, Gary. And I promise to God, I promise to God that conversation will come up this week on our airwaves. Because people out there are so 
darn stupid and have their head so far up there behind that they can't seem to separate Eric Bieniemy from last year and Eric Bieniemy before he got to Washington. Someone said it on Twitter, bro. It was the best analogy I ever heard. He said, coming to Washington is like a damn reverse car wash. You come here squeaky clean and you leave with your pants full of mud. Uh, that that that's what I know. Cause it's crazy. Believe it or not, believe it or not, it was a lot of talent right here from the from the Redskins. Hate to say it, but from the Redskins as a whole, you can look at some of those guys. They didn't look at anybody that was present here before. Never do. Always go outside. Appreciate the call as always, my man. Whoever, and I'm, I'm gonna give you the. I'm gonna give you the 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 the, the praise that you want, Lex Luther. Lex from the Bay. Tweets, bro, can you just stop trying to get black coordinators just because they're black? Are you kidding? So tell me you don't know anything about football without telling me you don't know anything about football. Jim Caldwell is a damn good offensive coordinator. Jim Caldwell is one of the most respected offensive minds in the National Football League. So don't please miss me with wanting Jim Caldwell because he's black. I want Jim Caldwell because of what the hell he did with Andrew Luck. I want Jim Caldwell because of the situation that he overcame in Indianapolis. Are y'all stupid? Do y'all not know who the hell Jim Caldwell is? I, and I, ooh, I tweeted this out the other day. I said, Commander's Twitter, y'all not very intelligent. It was my most viral tweet that I ever put out. I only got a hair under 3,000 followers. I got over 175,000 views on that tweet. Over 400 comments because that's how stupid some of y'all are out there. Do I need to Google Jim Caldwell's resume and read it out over the air for y'all? God, y'all are so dumb sometimes. Y'all really going to poo-poo on Jim Caldwell? I want Jim Caldwell just because he's black. Kiss my black ass. How about that? Go to Mark in Landover Hills. Y'all kill me, man. Hey, Linnell. What's going on, Mark? Hey, buddy. I've talked to you before, man. It's just a, a, a little word of advice, and then I'll get back to the subject at hand because I think you're doing a good job here with taking people's suggestions. Nobody with a brain the size of a pea is going to doubt Mr. Jim Caldwell. Jim Caldwell is a class man and always will be a class man by anybody who's worth a grain of salt in the NFL. So you don't have to worry about that, Linnell. Don't let him get you wound up, buddy. Don't let him get you wound up. But, Linnell, I did want to say one thing because I believe you've talked about this before from listening to you many hours, Mm -hmm. and I think you'll remember this. If there should be a place called the Help Our defensive area or our football team, the first phone call they should make after they, the, everything is square is, man, they should be calling Mr. Chris Harris. For sure. For sure, dude. 100%. Hey, Linnell, think about it, buddy. Me and you have talked about this before. There's no way that somebody didn't notice because you were one of the gentlemen that said, because you were going to Redskin Park, that he was the best coach that they had. Yep. And, Linnell, plenty of people agreed with you. Yeah. That's who I'd be calling, buddy. For sure. 100%, Mark. I appreciate the call as always. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Lister lines. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. We'll take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll continue to run through your calls. Who would you like to see as the next offensive coordinator here in Washington? Plus, John Allen joined us out at the Bethesda Theater on Friday night for 1067, the fan versus the Team 980 night. We'll let you hear from Big Jonathan Allen on a bevy of different topics, including his thoughts about the future of the Washington Commanders. That's next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Lister Lines. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. Uh... (laughs) We're taking calls on who you want to be the next offensive coordinator here in Washington. I see bring Joe Gibbs back. (laughs) I love you guys, man. What a a fan base that we have. Um, I just tweeted something out. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BCP. A couple of names that haven't been tossed out when it comes to this offensive coordinator search. If we're really interested in the best quarterback developers. What about Pep Hamilton? about Pep Hamilton and Jim Caldwell? Pep Hamilton and the job that he did with Justin Herbert was phenomenal. It's the last time we've really, you know, seen Pep Hamilton on the sidelines. We saw him in Houston. I mean, I, I like me some Pep Hamilton now. The boy, the dude can coach. The combination of him and Jim Caldwell together on the same staff really honestly intrigues me. But what other names do you guys want? 1-800-636-1067 is the number. I know Chip Kelly's been rumored. I know Cliff Kingsbury's been rumored. I know Brian Schottenheimer's been rumored. I got to bring this name up because it's disrespectful to him as a candidate. Um, I, I, I got I, I to bring up Eric's name. H- how do we go through this process? And not consider Eric Bieniemy, and I don't know that they're not considering Eric Bieniemy because they interviewed him for the head coaching job. If Dan Quinn was smart, he'd give Eric Bieniemy an interview. I want the offensive coordinator that's going to have the best plan and that has the best track record with young quarterbacks. If y'all are going to try to throw dirt on Eric Bieniemy for how he handled Sam Howell, fine. But does that mean you just ignore what happened in years prior with? Patrick Mahomes? Does that mean you just completely act like his time with Mahomes didn't happen? What is wrong with some of you? I mean, seriously. Chris, out in Damascus. What's going on, Chris? Hey, bro. How's it going? I'm good, man. 
Hey, the show that followed, I heard you yesterday. They did good. Appreciate you, my man. And the guy who followed you, Nick Wilson, I think it was, mm-hmm. he mentioned you in his last segment about your your segment with Chris My- Chris Myers, the mm-hmm. basketball about LeBron. I don't know if you heard that or knew about that. Okay. Hey, look, you I might, appreciate it, man. And might want to listen to it. He get he, you know he, he, it was pretty good. Anyway, um, this draft thing. They first they got to get all their heads together. Peters is in charge and figure out who ranks where, like the quarterbacks. I because there's no way. Look, if you if you don't like the quarterbacks, maybe Caleb or maybe you only like if you like two, well then you got one. But if you don't, you know, you got to rank them all. Because then if you think, well, they're not worth the quarterback here, it's just as worth as an O-line, well, then trade back a few spots. And because you don't want to be drafting no line at pick number two, somebody will think it's worth a quarterback and trade up, and that's what I would do there. And, um, uh, you know, through the whole draft, you got to keep the trade light on or whatever you got to do and be willing and just listen and let Peters run the show, man. That's For the way sure. I see it. Got to have an open mind. I hear you. I see. All right, brother. Have a good show. Bye. Hey, appreciate you, Chris. 1-800-636-1067. Doyle out in Richmond. What's going on, Doyle? Hey, Danielle. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Good Good meeting you out on, on Friday night, my man. That was nice. I appreciate all that. Yes, sir. And I would have called sooner today. I uh, started to get uh, delayed in Wilmington, North Carolina, and stayed over in Newport News last night. Oh, I just wow. recently got back to Richmond. Oh, so you've been traveling. I dig it. I dig it. What do you think? Though? Work. Uh, it was very nice. We need to do it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, what, I got a question for you in a moment. But mm-hmm. I uh, was lis- listening to a basketball game on Saturday, and I switched over, and, and uh, I heard the tail end of uh, you nationally. Was that the first national you did? Uh, this is the second one I've done. I've done two shows in the last three weeks for uh, CBS Sports Radio. I appreciate y'all tapping in, man. It means a lot. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. It's like watching one of us grow up. <laughs> I appreciate it. Wasn't, sure. wasn't that long ago just to use a producer. Yes, sir. Anyhow, uh, I wanted to uh, ask you what difference uh, do you see in Daniels and Williams, quarterback? Yeah, I, I, think, I think they're both two damn good quarterback prospects. The one thing that I would say about Caleb Williams is there's more good tape out there on him. But on the same token, I love the adversity that Jaden Daniels had to overcome. He transferred into LSU. You know what I'm saying? He's suffered injuries before in his career. He's had to battle. So I love Jaden Daniels. My quarterback rankings will go as follows. And I'll tweet it out officially tonight uh, on the old X app as, uh, along with my offensive tackle rankings for this class. My top five quarterbacks, and I'm not even going to give it to you in order, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Michael Penix, Bo Nix, and I'm really going to throw people off with this one. I'm a real big fan of Spencer Rattler. I think Spencer Rattler, what he did this year at South Carolina was damn good, man. It was impressive. He outplayed Drake May in week one, even though he ended up losing. I, I like Spencer Rattler. And this quarterback draft class is a lot deeper than I think people give it credit for. If you remember, Spencer Rattler two years ago was in that conversation along with Sam Howell with being the number one overall pick in that class. So, you know, Spencer Rattler had to have a change of scenery. He bounced back big time in a major way this past season. Uh, He's another guy that's kind of like a sleeper, but I think he's got all the tools to have success in this league. One guy that I know for sure I don't want at quarterback for Washington is J.J. McCarthy. I just, I don't understand 
the love affair and the infatuation that people have with J.J. McCarthy, it's one of the craziest things to me. In Michigan's biggest, most high-stakes moments of the year, this season and last season, they didn't even ask J.J. McCarthy to throw the football. How can we project what he's going to be at the next level when I couldn't even see him do it in college? Let's go to Mike out in Arlington. What's going on? Hey, Linnell, how are you? I'm good, my man. I appreciate you calling. Hey, no worries. One, um, just chill, man. You're too young to get high blood pressure. That's, that's A. <laughs> I just be, it's um, WWE for me, man. I just be playing. I just be playing. I know. I know. I, know. <laughs> I just worry about you, dude. Um, now, a couple things real quick. Um, one, you described uh, four or five callers ago, maybe six. Um, Caleb Williams is a guy that was – playing behind a banged-up offensive line, didn't have a whole lot of weapons, was running for his life the whole time. And I think you just described Sam Howell last year. <laughs> okay, I hear you. Go ahead. So, anyway, my, my thing about the offensive coordinator, I, I agree with a lot of people. There's a lot of names out there. We probably don't Hold know on. some of the Michael, names. Michael, can I cut you off here for better. one more second, and I'll let you keep going. I think sure. Caleb's ability to function under chaos is way better than Sam's. And which okay. is why you saw Jacoby gonna, come in behind that. the same line and have similars and, and have success. But go ahead. So my, you know, okay, fair point. Um, my thought is, you know, two callers ago mentioned Jacoby Brissett, and I'm like, you know what? You got re-signed Jacoby Brissett. Everybody agrees on. Everybody agrees. Every oh well, Sam's might not be a starter, but he's a damn good backup. Um, so roll with those two next year. Take the draft pick and assume just a ton of capital. Because this team's got so many holes, and, and <clears throat> I watched, you know, I've been a fan for a long, long time, uh, a little older than you are, so I remember the Super Bowl years. Gibbs won three, three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks with, and three different running backs, actually, with one constant, the Hogs. Yeah, for sure. That was it. And none of those quarterbacks were anywhere near. They were all good, but no one, nowhere near Hall of Fame. They're not Bradshaw. They weren't, you know, Aikman right. or Brady. <laughs> So, anyway, that's my two cents. I think you've grown a hell of a lot as a broadcaster, so keep it up. Yeah, I appreciate you, my man. Let's go out to Roger in D.C. What's going on, Roger? Hey, man, how you doing, young man? I'm good. How you doing? Great. Hey, look, you know, I wanted to echo your thing about E.B. It seems like to me most people want Mr. Saucy coaches. <laughs> I want you know somebody I mean? that's going to have to put their foot up somebody behind, Roger. Come right. on. I want some kick-ass I want some kick people. Uh-oh, did I get you in trouble? <laughs> oh, you good, man. You good. You know, I want some, some Vince Lombardi, you know, George Allen. Or, or, or ask me somebody who will get on you if you do something wrong. He's not getting on you to the grave. He's getting on you so to help the team to win. And, and, and this, I'm going to say this one statement. I'm going to let you go talk to somebody else. Mm-hmm. To me, running the ball 40 times last season was not sustainable with that offensive line. He had to pass. He had to pay. You know, Roger, you said something that I know a lot of people probably don't understand, and I appreciate you for bringing that up, my man. Because I, for the life of me, and I'm a, I guess you can call me an Eric Bieniemy backer, but like right, me too. the one thing, the one issue that I had with him, Roger, and I appreciate the call is I didn't understand why he didn't run the football more. That's everyone's major criticism with him, but I, I just, I don't know, man. It, it's hard for me. Because we don't know how those initial conversations went with him and Ron Rivera when he first took this job, man. Jacoby gave us, and I think it's amazing that JaVale's on the line. This is perfect timing. 
Jacoby told us during the regular season when he was getting ready to start against San Francisco, he was the starting quarterback, so he spoke to the media. You know what he said immediately is, yeah, I thought I was coming here to compete. So somebody lied to him. So I don't know what was going on on the offensive side of the football for Washington. It's too many shady parts. It's too many, it's too many, too many different rumors, too many different stories. And he said, and she said, and we said, and B said, and he said. All I know is this. The best quarterback wasn't playing all year. I don't know whose choice it was, but that's the way it rolled out. Javel is in Culpepper. What's going on, my boy? Hey, Linnell, what's up, bro? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so I, I'm not sure if you remember, uh, but you and I spoke um, during training camp before the season began. Well, of course, and, I remember. You know, I, I was high on saying that if Ron Rivera had made this a true quarterback competition, um, that Jacoby Brissett would have been the starter from, from week one. Um, it, it's it's crazy to me how these Hal fans feel that um, Hal was given a raw deal and, you know, it was the offensive line and Eric Benemy did him no favors. This was Sam Hal's second year, okay? He had spent an entire year in, in the NFL. Nobody was complaining in Houston of what C.J. Stroud done, okay? He threw the ball all over the field, 4,000-plus yards is going to be the offensive um, rookie of the year. Okay, and they had a, a lot less talent than we did at the skill position. And on they the may offensive have had a better line, their off- offensive line was worse than ours. <laughs> yes, uh, other other than Laramie Tunzel, right. nobody on their offensive line would have started on this offensive line. So it it, it kills me that people say or oh, give him a chance because Peyton Manning threw a lot of interceptions his rookie year, or um, uh, Dan Marino or Troy Aikman. They were all first round picks. Sam Howell was a fifth round pick for a reason. Okay, and Ron Rivera even admitted that he didn't know what he had in Sam Howe. If he did, Sam Howe would have started when Carson Wentz went down instead of Taylor Heineke. Okay, so people kill me with, oh, we keep running from quarterback to quarterback. I'm not sold that we're going to take a quarterback at number two. Me okay? either, JaVale. Because and, Peter, I, and I know you've been listening, bro. I, I've been banging on the table about that. They got to fall in love with somebody to do that. We we understand that Peters was in the room with John Lynch when it came to the Trey Lance situation. However, we don't know who made that call, and more likely it was John Lynch because he was in that position to make that. Also, Peters was also the 49ers and how they are able to um, how they are able to coach up players. Right. Everybody the 49ers drafts, they feel that they can play. That's why Brock Purdy exists now. Okay and. Ron Rivera wanted to be the coach who saved his job here and said, look at what I picked in the fifth round. And he threw Sam Howell out there after lying to Jacoby Brissett, telling him it was going to be a quarterback competition. I'm not dumb enough to believe that if Peters believes the best player is Marvin Harrison Jr., we're going to take him to number two. Or if we can trade back to six or seven and coop three or four more picks, then we'll take an offensive tackle and get a Michael Penix or Bo Nix later. Like, this fan base is just so fixated that we're going to take a quarterback at number two, and that's not the case. And I'll leave with this. Mm-hmm. Everybody everybody who feels, oh, it, it, after Caleb Williams, it has to be Caleb – I mean, it has to be uh, Drake May. Listen, I'm a huge UVA fan, and I watch more ACC ball, football than anyone. 
What Jaden Daniels did this year was extremely impressive. And I hear people say, oh, he had two first-round picks on his team. Nobody said that uh, about Joe Burrow when but, but, but he hold had on, hold Jamar on, Chase. You watch ACC ball. Why are people not saying that about Drake May? Tez Walker's exactly. a dog. <laughs> he, he is. He is. However, he has that prototypical body type, 6'4", 235, I could give examples such as Jamarcus Russell, uh, such as uh, <laughs> Mitch Trubisky. Um, Mitch Trubisky. What, what, what's the guy who went when it was heads up between him and um, him and uh, Peyton Manning? Um, Ryan Leaf. You know, yeah. the Washington Ryan Leaf. So I, I don't want to hear that. This kid, this kid, Jaden Daniels, okay, in the SEC with the best defenses in the country, balled out and produced at a higher level than, than Joe Burrow did. Okay, and everybody talks about his size, Linnell. This kid, three inches taller than Lamar Jackson yep. coming out of Louisville. He's, He's five a true pounds six four. Slider. Okay, yeah. yes, true six four. Lamar is six one. Jaden Daniels is two ten currently going into the season uh, at LSU. Lamar Jackson was two fifteen going into his last season at Louisville. And Jaden Daniels ran a faster hundred meter dash than Lamar Jackson did. So do the comparison, do the math, but don't get fixated on any quarterback. It should be the best player, whether it's Marvin Harrison Jr., or you trade back to get the best offensive tackle, and then you pick a quarterback in the second or third round, and we go from there. Wow. But if you trust Peters when he was hired, you have to trust the process now. Come on. JaVale, that's why you're my dog, man. I appreciate the call. This is – I don't ever do this for calls. I let JaVale go five minutes because for five minutes he was preaching. And I appreciate the call, my brother. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. When we come back, we'll talk more about the decision that Washington has to make. Plus, as promised, I'll let you hear from Jonathan Allen. Your calls, plus John Allen, next here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. one 800 1067 is the number. Metal Chris, I'm sending you a tweet over right now, and you'll see why I'm laughing the way I am coming back from break. 
It's the youngest in charge movement with El Willingham. Riding with it for about another 15 minutes uh, before we dish things over to our coverage of the Pro Bowl games here on The Fan. And then over on our sister station, the Team 980, you'll get to hear the radio party. Dave Johnson and Glenn Consor getting you geared up for the return of Bradley Beal. Blue Magic, as our pal Chris Miller likes to call him, making his highly anticipated return to Cap One Arena after being traded uh, this past offseason. Did you see the tweet? <laughs> Did you see the tweet that I sent you, Chris? Wow. People, uh, people, people get me going, man. People get me going. I wanted to talk about culture here for a second because if you've been tapped into the fan all morning long, Rick Doc Walker had just a phenomenal interview, one of the best interviews I've heard in a long time here on the fan with former Super Bowl winning quarterback Doug Williams, who is, you know, for my money, one of the most respected members of this Washington Redskins alumni group. He's been around the team for a super long time. He's made had to make personnel decisions with this group. And it kind of feels like, you know, people like to throw Doug's opinion on the back burner. But if you're smart and know what the hell you're talking about, when Doug Williams speaks, you listen. I'll let you hear from Doug Williams in a second. But I want to, as promised, let you hear from Jonathan Allen, who was out at the Bethesda Theater on Friday night with all of us at 106.7 The Fan versus the Team 980 night. He had this to say uh, about the culture this past year in Washington. John, um, I mean, I know the season didn't go the way you guys wanted it to, but could you feel a difference just in the building every day from the time that the Josh Harris ownership group took over? And, 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 and not to talk bad about Dan, but just what a, what a difference it was in terms of like, did you guys feel on it, even when things were going unraveling, did you guys feel a difference just in terms of that word culture, whatever, just in terms of having that support from ownership and, and, and what the new vision, if you will, would be and, and what that was like? When people talk about culture, there's two different types of culture. You have the locker room culture and then you have the culture in the upstairs part of the building. Upstairs part of the building, I'm not really there, so I can't speak about it. But the locker room culture, even when... Dan Snyder was here, was always really good. Now, when you have a losing season, what usually happens or what always happens is half the guys stay locked in, half the guys stay focused. The other half, they're there. You know, I like to say the, the lights are on, but no one's home. You know what I mean? Like, they're kind of an autopilot. And as things get worse, you know, eh, I'm not going to fight through this injury. Eh, I'm not going to do this. And, I mean, it's a part of the NFL now. You know, I've come to understand that. But when things are going bad, I really just try to focus on myself. Wow. John Allen, honestly spilling the tea and letting people know what it is and what it ain't. Because I think there's this misconception that, you know, NFL players are, are locked in for all 18 weeks. It's hard as hell to be locked in for 18 weeks, man. Oh, my goodness. I hate that I'm even having – I'm not even going to bring that up. I just got a crazy TMZ notification. Pat Mahomes Sr. arrested for DUI for a third time. That is – not what I want to hear, because I love Pat Mahomes Sr., man. He seems like a damn good soundbite whenever he's on TV, but you can't drink and drive, big bro. That's, that's not it. But to hear John Allen, I guess, praise the locker room culture and then talk about guys checking out, see, that's how I know the locker room culture wasn't worth a damn over in Ashburn. I don't care if you're 4-13. and 13, I don't care if you're 10-7. and seven. You have to come to work and be the same guy week one that to where week 18, that's what the good, consistent, perennial playoff teams do, and not just the National Football League, but in all the professional sports. That's why I get on John Allen so hard. You're coming from Alabama, big dog. You're a first-round pick. 
you got the bag. You have respect. Ain't no damn way if I'm John Allen that I'm going to sit there and watch Chase Young do whatever the hell he wants. That I'm going to sit there and watch Chase Young jog in pursuit of the football. I would have been chewing Chase Young's ass out during film sessions. Are you kidding me? That's why I don't speak on John Allen like that because I think John Allen's a fraud. And you can clip that off. I'm letting off today, man. (laughs) But no. Let's go to Doug. Let's go to Doug. (laughs) Let's go to Doug, who is in the building on a day-to-day basis and can speak to the culture that uh, John Allen was alluding to. Doug Williams, Super Bowl winning quarterback for your Washington Commanders, uh, then Redskins, joined Rick Doc Walker earlier this morning and had this to say about the culture. We had the last regime that said that you know, he changed the culture. Uh, Doc, you and I both know, uh, you know, I don't feel no culture change, you know, <laughs> number one. And then the culture change comes when everybody's together and you find a way to win. That's culture. You know, you, you can't go out the way we, we've gone out the last uh, three years or so and, and say, you know, the culture has been changed. It has not been changed. I'm, you know, fortunately, I'm, I'm in there. I've been in there. And, you know, I don't say much, but I, I look and I listen. And, and it whole, ain't a whole lot of change. Mm. Doug Williams telling it how it T-I is. I hope, though, all of you are upset about Dan Quinn. The one thing I know about DQ, he's going to help establish a culture and set one here in Washington. The hope is, and a caller alluded to this earlier, I hope he brings veteran linebacker Bobby Wagner in to come help set this culture that he's trying to establish here in D.C. One final segment here on this Sunday afternoon edition of Overtime. That's next on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One final segment before we dish things over to the Pro Bowl games. Westwood One's got you locked in for the next couple hours here on The Fan. If you're on our sister station, the Team 980, you got Wizards basketball getting ready to come up for you. Dave Johnson and Glenn Consor with the radio party. Bradley Beal making his highly anticipated return to our nation's capital. No Kyle Kuzma, no Marvin Bagley uh, for the Washington Wizards as Bradley Beal makes his return. We talked about Bradley Beal coming back to D.C. Remember once upon a time there was a such thing as KD to D.C.? Mm. Mm. I'm still bitter. <laughs> CJ, you dropped off. I was just getting ready to take your call. Darn, well, we're not taking CJ's call. Um. Talk about something else. <laughs> you said well, you didn't want to interject this second. I know I didn't, but you are talking <laughs> about the Suns, and I love the Suns. So. Well, I know you love the Suns. I am excited. You know, the last time they played here mm-hmm. uh, was on December 28th of last year, and I was at the game, and I was really excited to see the Suns and the Wizards play, and then both Devin Booker and Bradley Beal were injured, and neither one played the game, and I was like, did I even see these two teams? Did it even happen? Was this even yeah. Wizards versus Suns? Now they're on the same team. Yeah. It's amazing. And if you've been tapped into the NBA the way me and Metal Chris do, man, it's been for for all the poo-pooing that I did in the first segment about, you know, how some NBA regular season games just aren't good. Last night, Steph Curry dropped 60. There have been amazing games this season. There have been. 
since the turn of the calendar year, really. Yep. It's been bonkers, really. Yeah. And Steph Curry dropping 60. We've had Luka Doncic have a 70 ball. We had Joel Embiid drop 70. It's been it's been turnt, man. Right now, we got good college basketball going on. Purdue on the road against number six, Wisconsin, man. That Big Ten is a mother lover. That's how I would put it. Um, is CJ back? I was like, yeah, I mean, I was like, what's up, Damn, man? Siege, where, where was you at, baby? <laughs> what's up, <laughs> I got man? One what's going on, man? All right, I'm going to fill it up for you. Listen here, check this out. This is the thing. For everybody, man, questioning Dan Quinn, like I said uh, earlier this week, man, it's an organizational hire. You understand what I'm saying? And you have to trust that they're going to allow the, the entire organization to make the best decisions for for us. You got so many people tied up on – this, you know, boy wonder where he should have been and he should have been here and this, that, and the other should have happened. Listen here, man. You have to trust the process. We've been scorned for so many years with Snyder and the old ownership group that, you know, the first thing smoking, we got to land it. And if we land it, it's going to change everything. Sure. Sit back, relax, and get and get ready for the CJ, ride, I man. I appreciate the call as always, man. You can catch me tomorrow night here on Overtime, 630 to 10. Right here on The Fan, you got the Pro Bowl games coming up next here on 106.7. And Dave Johnson and Glenn Consor coming up on Team 980. Wizards and Suns next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.